Welcome to the Late Night Race Review. Max does the business in the rain again. The story of what could have been for Fernando and Aston Martin. And Sainz goes full send in a weekend to forget for Ferrari. It's the 2023 Monaco GP. We wrap it up with a look at our fantasy league and our predictions game, as always. Don't forget to support the podcast by hitting those like, follow and subscribe buttons. Welcome back to the Late Night Race Review. I'm Owen Scott and with me as always is Dave Jericho and Isidro Consalvish. And a weekend that had its ups and downs. Monaco gave us the usual qualifying thrills, an exciting turn one, 45 laps of sleepy time and then rain to wake us all up again. Dave, before we get kicking into it, do you want to give us a look at the uh, F1 Fantasy League and then we'll jump into Monaco? Yeah, why not? Why not? Why not? All right, let me have a look here. Okay, for everyone that doesn't know by now, oh, sick of saying it every week, but we have a an official F1 fantasy game going, Late Night Race Review. You can find us by searching for that. And at the top of the league for the millionth race in a row is Stop <laughs> Inventing. Nobody has knocked that person off the table yet. Uh, I am still in third. And Scotty is... Where are you, Scotty? You're still holding down 17th place. Woo! And... Azidro uh, has you on his shoulders in 18 points, <laughs> <laughs> propping you up there into the 17th. Lovely. Uh, let me see who else have we got down there. Anyone else deserve a mention? There's no big movers there. Is there any big movers? No. <laughs> That's as exciting <laughs> as it gets, everybody. Uh, don't forget to join, though. There's prizes. There's fucking prizes. Join us. Yeah. All right. Get get your Logan Hart, uh, Logan Sergeant hats while you can. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. It'll be a fucking collector's item. Um, all right, right, let's go. Before we get into the race, I want to talk quickly just about uh, about qualifying because qualifying obviously is 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 a big thing at, at Monaco, and it probably was the the main event uh, this weekend. Dave, what did you think of the of the qualifying session? Oh, it was exactly what you said. It's the, it's the highlight of the weekend at the moment. Now is the qualifying. Mm. It was great. It was. Uh, so unsteady up until the sort of, what was it, the last five minutes of Q3, and then it was just a, a proper shootout, and it was, uh, yeah, it was, it was definitely one of those. The track was just evolving, and you know, last last man on track was going to get the fastest time. I thought, I don't know whether it, when people were saying about Max Verstappen having a a class Q, um, uh, third sector for his lap. I think it was more Alonso had a slow third sector. Because mm-hmm. um, yeah. I think, I, I just think, yeah, I think maybe he just kind of blew the pole position. Say it, blew the pole. Come on. Blew the pole, yeah. And uh, yeah, I know, I was just, as I was saying, I was like, I better add position at the end of this one. Um, so, uh, but yeah, look, I I enjoyed it. It was uh, I was kind of hoping we were chatting in the group, and I was kind of saying like I hope we get a race that matches it. There was supposed to be a bit of drizzle, and uh, well, look, we'll get into that shit show. Yeah, yeah. Cedro, can I get a special mention for uh, Akon, perhaps? Yeah, it was a it was a great weekend for him, and a roller coaster of emotions for a few seconds. He was first kept the pole in the qualifying, mm. but then slowly dropped second, third. And today was another roller coaster for him. Yeah. Uh, Dave, the, the Leclerc Norris uh, block, what's your opinion on it? Who was at fault? Uh, God, remind me, I didn't retain much information this weekend. It seems to have gone out of my head. 
So just <laughs> coming into the tunnel, I think um, Leclerc just slightly moved over on Lando Norris and, and kind of avoided his fast lap. Uh, I think he got a grid penalty for it as well. He had to start a few places back. Oh, really? I'll be honest. I, I'm going to have to take your your word on that one, whether I was making a cup of coffee or falling asleep in anticipation for Sunday. Um, oh. But uh, I missed that one. I, yeah, no, I, I heard he got the he got the um, the penalty all right for for the block on Alonso or on Norris. But yeah, no, I actually didn't see it live. So naughty boy. Uh, and and Isidro, on... Isidro, give us your opinion on that one. S- oh, salvage don't... me from my. Don't <laughs> from... Don't Leclerc was uh, was uh, his move was a dick move. Norris <laughs> was doing very well, right? And the uh, the Checo crash. Anyone see the Checo crash happen? Which one? Uh, well, <laughs> in, in, yeah. in qualifying, in qualifying. Uh yeah. I mean, he was just he he was uh, went in too hot into that corner, didn't he? Hmm. But uh, yeah, he's. Uh, we'll come across this in the predictions game but it's it's just for some reason i just had this uh an inkling in my in my head that he was going to be a little bit too uh too leroy jenkins on this track mm. and not a good track to do it considering you have to get a crane to lift the red bull off um the photographs coming out of the underside of the red bull a few teams very interested to see what's going on under there was that the Mer- the mercedes as well the Mercedes oh, got lifted too, yeah. yeah. Yeah, yeah, which was, I think that was, well, Red Bull was obviously important, but with uh, Mercedes bringing their whole new package, <laughs> I think it was uh, it was definitely more interesting getting a good uh, good shot of the underside of the Mercedes yeah. car. A look up the skirt. That's what I was going to say that, and I thought, ah, <laughs> oh, no, I'm gonna, we're going we're gonna to eliminate a whole audience there. <laughs> Right, let's let's uh, let's get on to the race. We we can't really start anywhere else or with anybody else, uh, but Max Verstappen, the usual. Um, he had a few curveballs thrown at him today, but uh, as usual, he was pretty flawless, Dave, wasn't he? Yeah, he was. Do you know I was what I was impressed with? Usually, okay. So usually it's like, oh, Verstappen again, boring race. Mm. But this time, okay, it was Verstappen again. But. I was impressed with how he managed to get those medium compound tires to last. Like everybody else in the in the pack was having trouble. Even Alonso was kind of you could tell was struggling. Um, now he did sort of start complaining early on that he was having issues with his front left. I think he thought there might have been a puncture or something, mm-hmm. and he he was started dropping time after that. So I don't know whether that was a. I mean, Alonso is kind of more experienced than that, so I don't want to say there was maybe a psychological thing that he just thought was something wrong with the front left. And as a result, he wasn't confident to push that car. But either way, yeah, Verstappen made those medium compounds last really, really well uh, for a long time. Even when he was, you know, he was begging to come in for a pit stop and the guys telling him, no, stay out. And he was still stretching that gap from Alonso every time he got a chance that when he was outside the back markers. So, yeah, hats off to him. That was it was it was impressive. I was impressed today. Yeah, they, they seem to be, uh, there's a good unity between the, the pit wall, the team, and Max. The the calls, the, the team will tell him when, when they need him to know something and he needs to know something. Yeah. And then Max will tell them when he, you know, when he's ready to do something and they listen to each other, which seems to work quite well. It was, That's it. It was, it, it's very, and it's very, it seemed to be very calm or something, you know, whereas especially like it was definitely in a moment of, you know, Who's going to blink first? Who's coming in for the pit stops first? Is it Alonso? Is it going to be Verstappen? Very, the, I can imagine the tension was high there. Verstappen just kind of sitting there waiting for the call from the pit crew to say, come on in. And so, yeah, so I'd say it was high high pressure, high tension, but they still seemed to keep very calm, made the right decisions. Um, yeah, great all round as, you know, what can you expect? 
Yeah. Rinse and yeah. repeat. Yeah. Uh, Cedra, what do you think of Max today? Uh, I think just pinging on the what I was saying about the tires, I think it's not the first time that he does a very good job keeping the tires. It was Baku or Miami mm. where he did a very good job keeping the tires as, as long as possible. But yeah. today uh, it was another class drive from Verstappen. He was able to to keep the distance from Alonso just to prevent any sort and give him some sort of buffer as well because he never knows what would happen if someone was getting out of the pit and just throw himself into the track straight away. That would complicate things. Mm. Otherwise, it was a class race from Max. Mm. And as Horner said, we had a Red Bull sandwich uh, for a grid today and Checo kind of taking up the back. Uh, quite different uh, affair for him. A few little tips, Dave. Yeah, it was now. But what are you going to do? You're at the back. It's Monaco. Mm. <laughs> I mean, yeah. you may as well have not turned up. You're just running an engine for the sake of it. I mean, yeah, I mean, he tried. I mean, but I mean, was it Alonso or was it, sorry, was it Perez that ended up with like five pit stops? Did he take? Did he take five pit stops? I think? I think Russell was in quite a bit as well. I think he had he had a few on his. Uh... I thought, yeah, I thought I thought Perez came in for like five pit stops or something like that. But either way, it was, uh, you know, what were you gonna do? Yeah, it was it was a shock and well, his race was over after qualifying on Saturday. Uh, you know, yesterday. So yeah. it's uh, what regardless of he could have had the best drive of his life uh, uh, today and it would have still made no difference. You still weren't going to get past anybody um, that was fighting for position or certainly you weren't going to get past too many that were fighting for position. I mean, the only people they were getting past easily was Logan Sargent and that's because it's Logan Sargent and his tires (laughs) were going off. So it's, you know. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, Interesting, interesting strategy from Red Bull to bring him in on lap two. Uh, to put on the hard compounds and then just try and let him to go the whole race. That's what kind of yeah. happened at the start. Um, didn't pay off the rain, kind of came in and, and scuppered any of those type of plans. But anyway, that was Red Bull today. Um, Alonso and uh, Aston Martin deciding to go with the the hard tyre off the start. Um, and looking back, Dave, do you think that was a wise choice considering how important that, that run down to turn was? Yeah, I didn't think there was going to be much of a difference. I, and I don't think... It... I don't know whether they were really worried about getting Verstappen in turn one. I think they were thinking the long game uh, in Monaco where it's difficult to overtake. So I think they were hoping that they could keep pace with Verstappen, uh, go those extra laps and come in for a pit stop. Um, but yeah, I, I don't... Uh, yeah, I, th- I think I think they maybe made the best option they could. I don't think they were going to, if they went out in the mediums, I don't think they were going to go toe-to-toe with Verstappen, hope that they were going to get the pit stops and stuff like that. I think going the long game was the best option. Uh, definitely, obviously, did not pan out uh, mm. the way they hoped, but uh, yeah, I think hard off the off the start was the way to go. Right, okay. Dave, or Isidro, sorry, what do you think of uh, Alonso's game plan today? I think Alonso did very well. He's the most experienced driver that was on the track and it would show that he knew that he would never be able to get Max Verstappen, but he had the car to keep the second place. And that's what he did. He did very well. Although this time there was no no time to check the screen to see how his uh, friend was doing. <laughs> yeah. Dave. Uh, but now we did make mention of it, or I may mention of it. Um, 
what do we think actually happened though? Well, like, I mean, he, at the start of the race, they, he was keeping pace with Verstappen, and then he complained about that he thought he had a puncture, and he dropped like a he was dropping like a second a lap, uh, and then when he was kind of assured by the team that there was no puncture, the that gap sort of stabilized. Whether that was Verstappen kind of sort of pacing himself to uh, preserve some of his tires, or whether uh, Alonso kind of regained a bit of confidence in the car and, and recovered, but like. I, I have no idea what happened in that that kind of bunch of laps there that decided you know that he just wasn't able to keep that pace going. And he yeah, yeah Cedro, go on. Yeah, that was a bit weird that uh, he was pretty sure there was something wrong, and the team would just say no, it all looks good. So probably what Dave was saying that it's a mix of uh, Verstappen was trying to keep up his tires as much as possible, and Alonso was uh, just not sure about his car. But uh, mm -hmm. Alonso has experience, so if he was saying there was something, I'm pretty sure there was something there. But to yeah. say that it was, he felt like it was a flat, you know, if it was, he thought there was a puncture, and you're just kind of thinking, what, like, what else could be wrong there that would kind of give, simulate that sort of, um, that sort of sensation in the car? Mm. So, and that wouldn't have come up on telemetry or some some sort of stats back to the, or data back to the, to, to the pit wall. But, uh, yeah, I, I kind of, I suppose, I think I'm a bit disappointed with Alonso. Like, I mean, look, we we all know, or well, you guys know anyway, where my predictions went for this week. <laughs> I I expected, I expected a lot more. Um, I thought one of two things. I thought maybe they were going to wipe each other out on the first turn uh, at the start of the race. I just thought maybe Alonso might get bullish, but when he didn't, and the long game was there, I thought, you know what? If he keeps within a couple of seconds of Verstappen. This is game on, and this could be, you know, Alonso could get a win here. Mm. And it just fizzled out. Like, I, you know, from poor decisions to, um, and look, I mean, I don't know whether you were going to hit on it now next with just the, the tire selection for when it started raining. Mm -hmm. But I mean, we heard on the radio that, um, Alonso, well, we heard after the fact, I suppose, we heard a replay of the radio where Alonso, I think, wasn't convinced that the slicks were, or, you know, you know, going on the, um, yeah, sorry, the, the slick tires was the way forward uh, for that pit stop. He was thinking that, you know, intermediates was the way to go. And the team sort of convinced him otherwise. And he, you know, he went out on the mediums. So, yeah, I don't know. Looks like it was a the strategist uh made uh, maybe dropped the ball a little bit there and a combination of whatever weird shit was going on with that front left but overall yeah a bit disappointed with Aston Martin today I think they've kind of maybe lost the an, an opportunity there to get the win here mm. yeah it's going to be hard for them coming up against uh, Red Bull in, in Barcelona where you, you know the Red Bull is just going to streak away from everyone yeah it's not um happening. yeah whether it was to do with the the weather reports you'd you'd presume that all of the teams get their weather from the same uh, from the same places or but it was but it's weird isn't it like all the way through the race it was saying so the teams were saying we're going to get a sprinkling of rain yeah. then the official sort of weather update was there's going to be no rain rain's gone then literally i think it was like it couldn't have been a lap later after we got that official report that the rain wasn't coming that it just started pour, well, not pouring down, but it started raining yeah. heavy enough that required a change of tires. So, yeah, that was a bit of a fucking weird one. Yeah. 
I think it's just the intern FIA with an iPhone and Android, right? With a weather <laughs> app, just checking which one is more correct and then just go run and type down the report. Do we think they were uh, pushing Michael Massey around to new positions and <laughs> just seeing he, he got his promotion from toilet cleaning, so now he's uh, he's moved on to weather report. <laughs> Poor Michael Massey's never going to live that down, is he? Yeah. Uh, well, um, yeah. So whether it was uh, whether it was to do with the the, the weather report, uh, it was a gamble that that clearly didn't pay off for them because yeah. they went out in the hards and then pretty much immediately had to come back in again and get those inters, didn't they? Yeah, and they were lucky that they they were able to do that and still retain second place because they could yeah. easily have come out on those uh, uh, medium tires and, uh, you know, try to go out, you know, you know, sort of gamble that the rain was going to, do you remember, um, was it, wasn't it Lando Norris? Do you remember he was leading the race there? Was it Sochi or something like yeah, that? Russia. Wasn't it? Yeah. And uh, he gambled that it was going to, it wasn't going to get hit and it just bucketed down and you are just heartbroken for him. And I mean, I think, you know, Alonso, you know, that the only option or the two options there was you gamble that this is going to stop really quick and that you've made the right call um, or you go back in the pits. And thankfully, at that moment, they did make the right call and go straight back into the pits and put those inters on because otherwise, yeah, they would have lost second completely. Mm, yeah. All right. So let's move on to our, our driver of the day or the driver of the day. Esteban Ocon. Uh, we touched on it in uh, in the the. Hang on a second. Let me uh, hang on. I'm I, I'm inter uh, interjecting here. You say our driver of the day. I like the way you're. <laughs> hang on a second. This is your driver of that's, the day. <laughs> that's why I corrected it and said the driver of. Oh, of the, the driver day. of the day. <laughs> Sorry. Um, I did say our at the very start, but then I corrected myself. Um, an amazing weekend. Actually, he's not actually my driver of the day. Let me just put that out there. Um, uh, <laughs> oh, an amazing weekend for the Frenchman, but he he pulled uh, an absolute top bins lap out in quali and then drove the pants off the alpine today didn't he dave yeah i can see why he got drive of the day like i mean he mm. definitely absolute stellar qualifying and today he did a great job of holding up carla signs but again there's only so much credit you can give to that because again at the end of the day it is monaco and we do have to recall that um that uh, Daniel Ricciardo won Monaco with a car that was down by what 20 horsepower or 20% power or something crazy like that yeah. um so you know th th there's only so much kind of weight you can give to that driver of the day so for yeah for me great drive absolutely belter that he got third place um but overall no he, he wouldn't be my driver of the day mm. Oh, foreshadowing going on there. Um, Isidro, would he have been your driver of the day, do you think? Yeah, I think Ocon deserves. Uh, I would be torn between Ocon and Alonso, but considering that Alonso has more experience and they have many more races and more podiums, I mm. think Ocon definitely deserves driver of the day. Right. Monaco is a tough, it's a tough track, and Ocon yeah. was quite good today. Are, are we seeing uh, a slight turning of the tides for Alpine, or, or was this track-specific, Dave, uh, considering Pierre Gasly was a, a P7 finish today as well? Will it, will it retain uh, for next week in Barcelona, do you think? No. I no. think they'll uh, they'll be down the sort of mid-pack still, back to sort of ninth, 10th, some, somewhere like that and for Barcelona. Um, I think Ocon did a great job on an evolving track. I think maybe he was just out on track at the right time don't get me wrong that car has the power and the performance to be and he, the, the the driver in it to be able to pull out a lap like that but i think it was just a you know at the right time i think possibly um yeah but yeah look i think track track specific and i think yeah come barcelona 
I would expect them to be down sort of like that, between eight, eight, nine, ten, somewhere, somewhere like that. Mm. Uh, Cedro, what do you think? Yeah, I agree. The, Monaco was just a one-off cropping. I think in Barcelona, they will go back to his usual uh, mid mid position. Fighting oh. for the... I would say go back to his usual meat. I was like, <laughs> <laughs> that's a bit weird. <laughs> <laughs> the old salami. Monaco is not, uh, I, don't, I don't think Monaco is a true reflection of uh, what Alpine will do in, in Barcelona. Yeah. So back to your uh, position nine and position 10 Alpine drivers. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Battling with Lance Stroll and Charles Leclerc. Um, all right, moving on to the the next guys on the grid or next guys who finished. The both Mercedes showing good pace this weekend. Um, those upgrades won't really see any any dividends until we see them at Barcelona, but a good, reliable P4 and P5 this weekend, Dave, for Mercedes. Yeah, I thought it was great. I love, uh, I thought, Hamilton might have pushed a little harder on Ocon to get that third place. Mm. Um, we didn't see. He got within something like four tenths or something like that on the second last lap, but the race director decided not to show us that. So thanks <laughs> yeah. very much. So I have no idea what happened there or why he didn't get the overtake done. Um, but yeah, great drive. Uh, the car, yeah, like you say, we're not going to see what's the, what those upgrades are made of until Barcelona uh, so I'm really looking forward to that. I want to see whether they're, um, yeah, I, I want to see whether they're maybe catching up with the Aston Martins or something like that. And I think they've, I like, I mean, judging by what's going on, I mean, they've, they're, they're firmly jumping over Ferrari at the moment, which was a surprise to everybody, I'm sure. So yeah, great drive from both of them. A solid drive from Hamilton, uh, George Russell, uh, that five second penalty, uh, yeah, that was, you know, it was, I'd say he was just rushing to get back on the track and didn't look properly. He was saying that the visibility wasn't great, but I think he was just, I don't think he looked properly getting on uh, mm-hmm. back on the track. So, and a justified five second penalty as well, but overall a solid, a solid performance from both drivers. Yeah, we, we constantly talk about Mercedes revivals and will they come back and will they challenge? But when you actually look at the, at the standings at the moment, Mercedes are sitting in third with 119 points and Ferrari are back there at 90. With apparently so, with a car that's shit. Yeah, like, <laughs> so that that's up until now. So we've got an upgrade for Mercedes. Like the season does look a little bit more positive. You've got Lewis in fourth, George in fifth in the driver's standings as well. And Carlos Sainz and Leclerc nowhere to be seen. So Mercedes really have overtaken Ferrari this season so far with um, what is an inferior car up until now. Um, Cedro, do you think they'll push on now uh, with uh, with this uh, upgrade, Mercedes? Yeah, definitely. In Barcelona, we'll see the true power of the Mercedes upgrades. Monaco mm-hmm. is not really uh, the best track for a showcase of all the upgrades you can do to a car. It's a very tight, it's a tight track and you don't have space for errors basically make a mistake you go to the barrier and that's it game over for you mm. so not uh the best place for for do the a showcase of your place barcelona will be a different story that's for sure mm. uh, yeah dave go on i was just gonna say like a, a while ago we were talking about drivers not having confidence in their car like you know obviously that we were saying like or i was saying that russell looked like he had more confidence in his car than hamilton did and blah blah but i mean today and <clears throat> this weekend it just looked like they both had pretty good confidence in their cars but then mm. now you look at ferrari and you kind of have to say like if if you were 
you're taking over as Ferrari and someone said to you, look, you have an option here. You can either keep the two drivers that we have or you can change them. What are you doing? Like, yeah, I mean, I'm changing. I'm changing. Like I, these guys just look like, I mean, we said it before again, because this is, this came up in the whole kind of confidence in the car. And we were just saying that Leclerc and, you know, it's all well and good that, um, Ferrari telling us that they fixed our issues and stuff like that, but it was clear that there was no real confidence in the in the car. Maybe t- t- today didn't sound like, from Sainz's point of view, there was much confidence from his engineers either. Mm. Uh, so, yeah, I, I don't know. I, 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 I'm wondering where the Ferrari are going to recover this, uh, this season, or are they going to be finishing up behind Mercedes? Yeah, let's 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 move on to Ferrari on uh, on that note, and it. it... It really feels this was a, a a throwback weekend, I think, for Ferrari way back to last season when Clown College was fully in swing, and mm. every week we had the little memes coming out. Um, it was horrendous today for Ferrari, wasn't it? Yeah, it was awful. It was really, really poor. Um, I do, and and this is what this is what I'm talking about with. Ferrari and the confidence from the driver, you know, the, the the drivers and the team are not on the same page. That Ferrari made their strategy call for Carlos Sainz to to focus to make sure that they didn't get um, uh, taken on track by, or sorry, taken through the pits by um, Hamilton and lose position to Hamilton. Yeah. So they were covering off that. Uh, I get Carlos Sainz was more focused on Ocon, but does didn't it completely show two things completely showed here? One, I wouldn't have confidence in Carlos Sainz' ability to keep his cool. I mean, he had only just said, "What did he say? Let's push." What did he say? He said something like, "Let's push Ocon to to um to burn up his tires or something like that." And what did he do? The next lap, yeah. plowed into the back of Ocon and wrecked his front wing, which fair enough didn't kind of really hindered the performance of the car around Monaco but that just says like he he just wasn't keeping his cool and then when the team were making a strategy call you could tell signs didn't agree so the confidence that that kind of don't get me wrong all drivers don't have to agree but it just sounded like it irked him and he was you know he was kind of shocked at their decision I just yeah I said I said it the last couple of podcasts that I just think these drivers and team that the team are on completely different pages. And I think they either need to have a complete clear the air talks or at the end of this season, look at different drivers and having a fresh start once again. Now the, the rumor mill last week was at full swing last two weeks, really with this whole Hamilton to Ferrari thing. I don't think Hamilton's even looking in that direction anyway, no. but at the same time, your Carlos Sainz coming into this weekend, you see the rumor mill swinging. Do you think, Isidro, do you think that uh, the, his emotions were kind of up a little bit? He was out to prove himself. He was out to quash these these rumors that Hamilton was is coming to Ferrari. I don't think he needs to worry about that, considering how Ferrari is doing. I don't think Lewis <laughs> would be looking at them. Mm. I, I wouldn't be surprised if Lewis would prefer to be asking Martin rather than looking at the Ferrari. Mm. But uh, Ferrari is not doing very well, and we could see this weekend it was another Ferrari of the good old days. Mm. I don't think science has nothing to worry about, or even Leclerc. Do you think science was affected by it, though? No, I I, I think it was just a normal day for him. And <laughs> Monaco, it's just a tough 
It's Normal. a tough emotional day for Carlos Sainz. Uh, Dave, you have something to say there? Um, yeah, it's gone out of my head already. That's how old I am. Sorry. Excellent. Moving on, everybody. <laughs> <laughs> Great stuff. Um, all right, well, let's let's move away from the uh, the, the failing Ferraris into some a team that has a little bit more hope now. At, at the car is still muck, but at the same time, McLaren. Oh, Dave, Wait, go on. Hang on. <laughs> the Alzheimer's passed away there for a second. <laughs> there we go. I, I had a moment of clarity. Uh, that's what I was going to say. Like, do we think though that car is like? I think the car is better than what we're seeing. Yes, absolutely. Like, I know, like in other races, we were seeing that they were down on performance and stuff like that. But for Monaco, I think they definitely had a car that was able to 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 take a win or you know a podium. So mm. now I know it's a hard it's hard to overtake as we saw Carlos Sainz and blah, blah blah. So even if he did keep his cool, I don't know whether I think maybe he would have been better waiting for the pit stops or something like that. But anyway. That aside, I think the car is better than what the drivers are getting out of it, 100%. So I, I think it look really looks to me as if Leclerc and Sainz are both overwhelmed by the 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 prospect of being Ferrari drivers. This whole thing of of driving Ferrari, it seems to be getting on top of them. I don't know. I think uh, I, I I would have said that if this was their first season or something like that, and this was happening. Mm. But I don't think so. I think I mean, don't get me wrong. There's probably a lot of pressure, especially kind of in the Italian media and stuff like that. There's probably a lot of pressure. Um, but I, yeah, I, I think it's more. Um, I, I, I would say it's more a lack of confidence in the team. I think it's just gone on so long that it could very well be their fault. But they're sort of passing the blame onto the car, the team, the strategy calls, everything else. Um, and it's just sort of having a bit of a snowball effect now that you're just now kind of like, well, okay, whose fucking fault is it now? Because they're yeah, they're just underperforming. So. Yeah, if it was their first season, I'd say yeah, possibly the weight of of ex- expectation is there. Um, although, as I just said, like I think their car has more potential than what they're getting out of it. So maybe in the Italian media and stuff like that, there's that narrative going on as well, and they're thinking, okay, now the pressure's on as well because everyone that reckons this car is there, but we can't extract that sort of performance that everyone expects from this car. Um, so yeah, I don't know. I don't know an interesting one um yeah the 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 rumor mill will continue to to swing on if the performances continue like that um right mclaren let's move on to mclaren (laughs) another clown car um but hopefully it won't be for for too much longer um a nine and a ten today for for norris and piastri a decent uh decent showing by the, the whole team overall good drives better than where they were at the start of the season yes absolutely um, is it the livery? <laughs> it was. I would say it was probably the contributing factor, because <laughs> <laughs> it sure as hell isn't the car. Um, there, there seems to be, or there's talk of, in in Zach Brown's words, a totally new car uh, on the horizon for um, for McLaren coming up in Austria, sort of Silverstone. Silverstone, I think. Yeah, yeah. That can be a blessing or a curse. Well, I mean. Does it, where does it go though for McLaren? They can't go any further back, I don't think. Well, they finished P nine, P ten today, yeah, well, <laughs> so <laughs> they could go one or two places back, all right. But uh, overall, for for a team like McLaren, they should be performing a hell of a lot better than they are. Yeah, and I think <clears throat> all joking aside, I know they got the the P nine, P ten, but that was on a street circuit. I think if you put them on an actual right. circuit, like a race circuit, like uh, again maybe Barcelona. 
Uh, I think maybe they, they may be sort of a couple of places back from there. I think might be their true position, but they've definitely made progress since the start of the season. Mm. So that's why when Zach Brown says about a completely new car for Silverstone, <laughs> you're kind of like, well, are you, you've made progress since the start of the season. So is it a completely new car, but based off the concept, you've been starting to slowly improve from the start of the season, or have you scrapped that completely? And this is a completely new direction. Um, so in which case, if it's completely new direction, you're hoping to fucking God that when it hits the track, it is most definitely the right direction because otherwise you could be back where you were in Bahrain and you're now back at square one, trying to uh, recover uh, another, another concept that's maybe gone awry. Like, Mm. Is it possible that McLaren have have looked at what Mercedes have done and gone, okay, let's let's uh, head down a similar track? Even though the, the McLaren actually is a, is a completely different shape to the to the Merc, isn't it? Or what yeah, it was? But, well, the, again, and again, you still don't know. I mean, Mercedes isn't really like well, I, I, we don't know what McLaren are going to bring. They say a completely different car, but we'll have to see like if, if that's going to be the um, the chassis, like a whole lot, um, or is it going to be like? Um, uh, Mercedes, which okay, it was a new floor, but like the side pods and stuff like that were sort of built on top of the same chassis. So you have the you have that crash barrier that's still sticking out where you you would have had it where the wing mirrors were attached to when they had the no pod kind of design, and now they're sort of trying to shoehorn it into this new uh, side pod design. Mm. So. It's sort of like their their design is definitely an evolution. Uh, it, it, you know, it's a change of concept, but it's still an evolution of the underlying you know sort of foundations that they had of the car. Um, whereas, you know, like I said, so depending on what McLaren do, if they go with a completely new car altogether, um, yeah, it'd be interesting. But I, I love this though. I, I do. I, I like the, the anticipation of seeing what a completely new car could bring, and will someone you know? Because I'd love to see. Like, wouldn't you love to see uh, McLaren turn up in Silverstone and just absolutely nail it? Like, yeah. nail it. Like, I mean, not maybe the power wise, but like, okay, there, there are, um, yeah, maybe not the power uh, as um, sort of obviously Red Bull and stuff like that. But wouldn't it be great to see them, like, say, get a podium, get third place yeah. or something like that? And they're just like, yeah, we are on it. We knew this was going to be the right car and proof was in the pudding. Like, yeah. but. The reality is, what are we going to see? They're going to come. Uh, <laughs> was is is it Austria before Silverstone? Is it Austria? Yeah. So in Austria, they're going to come 14th or 15th, and they're going to be like, "It's okay, we've got a brand new car for Silverstone," and they're going to come 12th, and they're going to be like, "Oh yeah, we made improvements." And you're like, "Oh yeah, big fucking whoop!" Like that's Damn exactly it. what's going to happen. I was so excited there for about two seconds until you went and ruined it. <laughs> but you know, you don't you, you know reality. <laughs> I'd love to see them get a podium and just absolutely boss it out of the gate. But reality is, we're going to see a shit show in Aus Austria. We're going to be like, "Oh, it's okay. There's a brand new car." coming for Silverstone and it's just going to be an absolutely limp dick over the line. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm looking forward to that prediction so you can come back and, and uh, uh, play the uh, the clip for you again. <laughs> the, the podcast. Yeah. Um, right, let's let's wrap this baby up. Any other men honourable mentions uh, of the day, Isidro? Uh, no. I, I think the, the McLaren was probably the best that they got considering the Monaco and mm. I don't think the improvements, unlike what Dave was saying, I think the best, even with a new car, they probably will be looking at the at best before, and that will be very good for the season, even if they have a very good car. Yeah. I mean, they, they have Red Bull, Aston Martin, even Ferrari, as we were talking earlier. 
ahead of them. So best I can hope is maybe a good day in the P5. Hmm. And that's it. I'm not seeing McLaren going going back to the top. Dave, um, particularly happy to see the both Haas cars having an absolute shit show today. Absolutely delighted. Yeah, I was just uh, when you were saying about any honourable mentions, that was going to be mine. Yeah. So yeah. Uh, I, I won't, I won't deep dive into that. But uh, yeah, delighted how their day turned out. <laughs> All right, Dave. Uh, I think it's your turn to take it away, buddy. Oh no! Before we do, we have the driver of the day. Everybody's driver of the day. Um, I think Azidro uh, nailed his colours to the mast earlier. I think we know who's coming with that. So, but Azidro, uh, who's your driver of the day? Falcon. Mm. Yeah, maybe he, he, you argued your case earlier. So fair <laughs> enough, Scotty. Uh, my driver of the day for a completely different reason is uh, Carlos Sainz, because uh, he took an absolute punt <laughs> the whole way through the race. He was milling into the back of people. He was trying to get round everyone. It was a disaster, but at least he was a bit of fucking entertainment. <laughs> uh, do you know what? I I, <laughs> I was going to give my driver of the day to Max Verstappen of how he managed his tires, but do you know what? I'm going to jump on the Carlos Sainz bandwagon and just say. <laughs> Do you know what? Yeah, he gave it a punt. He fucking drove it into the back of Ocon and he, st- yeah. he got nowhere. He so, sent it. Uh, <laughs> yeah, he went full send and fucking made a shite show out of it. Yeah, go on. I was playing for one with the damage off. <laughs> yeah, 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 exactly. Yeah, All right. Know. Right. Prediction game. All right. Let's get this. Uh, let me get the old uh, sheet up here. Uh, so, we didn't have Monaco. So, uh, or sorry, here we did have Monaco. We didn't have Imola. <laughs> Um, so what we did was uh, we have our little late night race review WhatsApp group. So we all dropped our predictions in there on Friday. I think we got those in. So um, so again, we got them in before we kind of had any real idea of how the, the weekend was going to pan out. So I will start with mine, which uh, was a whole lot of maybe and a whole lot of nothing. <laughs> so I went with Alonso P1, nothing. I went with Verstappen, P2, nothing. And I went with Hamilton, P3, nothing. But that could definitely have worked out. Yeah, it definitely could have. That was, a, that was a damn good, that was a Carlos Sainz punt, that was. Yeah, <laughs> yeah good shout, good shout. All right, uh, Scotty, who'd you go right. with? My three, Verstappen in, P, in P1, which did oh, happen, yeah. as always. Uh, Perez, P2, which didn't happen at all. And Leclerc, P3, which didn't happen at all. So two little goose eggs there for me. Jesus, and then here comes Mr. Big Bollocks himself. Go on, Isidro. <laughs> uh, first Verstappen, second oh. Alonso, oh. and third Paris. All right, well, two two out of three. Well, that was three, a yeah. that was a pretty solid result. Uh, I'd say you were gutted when you saw the the <laughs> crash in qualifying for Perez. I'd say you knew that was that's third place gone before oh, Sunday yeah. even got around. Um. All right. Well, my flop again. Another could have happened. I went Perez DNF. Close. Very close. Um, Scotty, who'd you go with for your for your flop? Oh wait, hang on a second. No. I I ain't I ain't yeah, before before we I have to think I have to update something here because I uh, I think I've put your surprise into your flop. <laughs> oh Jenny! Uh, oh my my! I, I did yeah yeah I did I was like let me switch them around before um, we uh, before we get a steward's inquiry. Um, <laughs> Uh, okay, and uh, let me make sure that I didn't. Uh, no, yeah, okay, we're all good there. Okay, all right, so right, so who's your your flop? My flop was uh, I took a real punt on this one. Uh, Fernando Alonso outside the top ten. Uh, I don't know why. I just took a shot. I was gonna say, what was your what was your expectation there? Just a crash or something? With yeah, I thought he was just gonna hit a barrier. I just took a punt on something. Um, 
you know, it was one of those ones that just could have happened, but yeah. Yeah. No, looking at the screens and forget about the track. <laughs> yeah, yeah, maybe, yeah. yeah. Now, Isidro, uh, uh, tell us who your flop was there. Uh, look back, DNF. That was something like, I mean, that was a good yeah. shout because, yeah, I mean, was. that was a very strong possibility of that happening. Yeah. He loves crashing a car in Monaco. He does. <laughs> um, all right. My surprise then was Albon in the top 10. And I really thought that was going to happen. I don't know what happened to the Williams this weekend, but they were absolutely brutal. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, that was a big goose egg. Jesus. Five goose eggs this weekend for me. Big Fucking bag hell. of muck. Big um... bag of stink. Right, my surprise came very close to happening. Uh, I'm I'm sort of sorry that I said the actual um, the actual position that I didn't just say top ten, but uh, it was Lando P8 and he came P9. That was close. So you probably could have gone with a range. Could have probably gone for a yeah six to eight or six to nine or oh, you know I, I don't know. You could have maybe. I still would have lost with the six to eight one, but um, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Didn't think that before I said it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All yeah. right, and uh, and then another surprise that could have happened is Idro. Yuki Tsunoda, top 10. Mm. Yeah, that was very close. What happened to him? Something with his brakes or something? What happened? Yeah, with... brakes, yeah. There was a few issues of braking. Okay, so the results are in. Zidro no. has <laughs> taken the victory this week. God damn it. That means... Oh, no. <laughs> Sorry, I read. I was reading the tables wrong. I thought Isidro was at the top of the table, but no, you're no, still no. at the bottom. No. <laughs> <laughs> me, and, uh, yeah. me and Scotty still on two and Isidro on one. That's right. He's off the mark anyway. That's He's good. off the mark. Yeah, that's all that matters. All right. So Barcelona. Hang on a second. Let me uh, crack out my predictions here. So I'm kind of going with a similar, uh, similar drivers or same drivers just different order i'm going with verstappen p1 sweet Ooh. jesus if i can type verstappen p1 i'm going with alonso p2 oh man and i'm going with hamilton p3 mm, yeah who are you going with scotty uh, you've read my mind there i went for Stappen p1 alonso p2 and russell p3 yeah uh, i'm seeing the merc and i'm seeing uh george with his big bare chest would I would would I be ballsy enough to put fucking Hamilton in P two and Alonso in P three? Do I do I put that much faith in the <laughs> upgrades of the red of the Mercedes? Do it, Dave, because then I can get some points. Go. I just I just don't <laughs> like. Do you know what? I'm going to do it. I'm doing Yay! it. All right, I'm going to switch. All right, Hamilton P two. Fantastic. Hamilton, I, I'm just that's a that's a punt on their on their upgrades and Alonso P three. Mm. Um. Having said that, if Alonso and Hamilton are battling for for P two, there's a very good chance one of them is getting wiped out. Yeah, so, yeah, for sure. Yeah. So I mean, I could if I've got Hamilton finishing in P two, I could always put my 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 surprise or my flop as Alonso DNF. <laughs> That's true. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um. Okay, so you've got uh, Verstappen, Alonso, and Russell and yeah. P three. Uh, Azizro, who are you going with? Verstappen, Paris, and Alonso. Verstappen, oh Jesus, Verstappen, Perez, I think he's done this season, but go yeah. on, Perez yeah. and uh, Alonso. Notice how there's not a Ferrari near anyone's top three. <laughs> and I don't think there will be for a while yet. Hilarious. I've, uh, yeah, I'll wait. What we got? Flop. Okay, so my flop, here Here we go. So here's the Ferrari. I'm going with Carlos Sainz, DNA. No! <laughs> I think I think uh, it's a fucking it's a shoe in. I think that's a guarantee. I, I I'm 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 putting my uh, my my money where my mouth is and say that that is uh, that's happening. That's 
That's my DNF as well. <laughs> I said it's, science DNF crash. Science DNF, yeah, it's all right. Let's let's just share those points. All right. Um, oh, damn it. So you are giving a Spanish driver a DNF on the Spanish Grand Prix. Yeah, yeah. but we're given. Well, I'm giving him P3, and he's giving him P2. <laughs> I another one P2. So uh, yeah. it's all right. We're we're showing love to the Spanish drivers, but we're yeah. also being rea- re- realists about it. Did didn't this happen last year for science in Barcelona? There was a crash. Did he DNF? Uh, out of that? No, was that not his? Uh, was that not when the the engine went on fire? Was that in the, Barcelona? No, that was Austria, I believe. I don't. There's been so many shit shows for Ferrari. It's hard to keep count. I'm gonna look that one up. Uh, you're looking to see what his position was, or you're looking to see yeah, just was, uh, science in Spain. I I think he crashed out of there. And no, 2022. no, he, he got four points. Oh, did no, he? He finished in fourth. Oh, okay, okay. Spain. He did finish fourth, yeah. All right, I don't. Know I don't care. Was. I still feel he's going to get a DNF. I just, yeah, yeah, just, yeah. Especially how, how how aggressive he went in in Monaco. I think he's going to be <laughs> even more determined in Spain. Yeah, um, pressure's on. Are we going to go DNF that uh, he crashes or that? Okay, here we go. We have to we because we, we both went with a DNF. Um, oh, crash! I'm going to go crash. Yeah, yeah, I mean, I, 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 I think I'm going crash as well. Yeah, all right, fair enough. So, will we put crash? That no, nah, fuck it, DNF. But we'll yeah. we'll say it's crash. Yeah. Um. All right, Azidro, your flop. I'm Please. DNF. Hamilton Ooh, DNF. Oh, jeez. Yeah. He's going to fight Alonso and Alonso in that indestructible uh, nice. car. Okay, so throw Mercedes out. So you're going with a crash again. Yeah. Wow. Okay. Do you know what? I'm just I'm just going to put crash beside all of ours here, just so we. Uh, We've seen Alonso with that Aston Martin, and that Aston Martin can take a bit. So it's true, yeah. They're fairly tankish, all right. Has Lewis Hamilton crashed out of a race since Imola or Monza? The last time, uh, was it not Silverstone? Or was it, uh, no, that was, was not... he, he hit Max, he, he kept on going though. Oh, was it the year before? It wasn't, was it? No, it wasn't last year, it was the year before when he ended, landed on or Max yeah. landed on top of him. Or, That's Monza. Or... I, I think oh, that's, that's right. Time. It was Monza. Yeah, Silverstone was the. It was yeah. That was no. That was a different race was, altogether. Yeah, it was. Was it just before that the tensions were high and then he landed on top of? Max yeah, and, yeah, yeah. Um, uh, but okay. I don't think he's crashed since then, has he? No, not that I can recall. I don't think he has. It's a big shout, Isidro. Big, that is big a big shout. shout, but but he's right though. That's I I am saying it when I was talking about yeah. Hamilton and Alonso battling for second. I think if those two are jostling for position, and they're, they're, the the cars have equal kind of performance going into that race, he's right. I I think someone's not coming out of that battle yeah. uh, intact. So yeah, yeah it's, it, it's yeah, it's good shout. It's good shout. Um, all right, my surprise. Who is my surprise? <laughs> oh yeah. This will this might be a this this will be a surprise on many occasions or many uh, levels considering it's a Haas. I'm going K Mag for a top ten finish. Ooh. <laughs> what? I don't. I have no idea why it just came to me. I was like, you know what? Fucking K Mag top ten. I think it could happen. I don't want it to happen, but I fucking <laughs> just I need the points. Like, and I'm gonna yeah. have to go with what 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 my gut tells me. Occasionally, he does put in a performance like that, doesn't he? Yeah. Well, he got two top ten so far. Miami and uh, Saudi Arabia. Yeah. All right, so um, I'm sticking with that. That's locked in. So, all right, Scotty, gonna, who you got? Old Faithful. I'm going to go Albon, top 10. Albon, top 10. 
I mean, it's it's going to happen. And again, it's like me with Schumacher last season. Like, just keep fucking churning it out, and it'll de- definitely happen. I can tell by Cedro's face what's going to happen next. Oh, it's a bit homework <laughs> copying, has yeah, it? Yeah, I think so. Yuki Tsunoda top 10. Oh, right, okay. Tsunoda. All right. Yeah. Did you just change Almost. that at the last minute? No, no, no. <laughs> I had faith in him in Monaco. So Oof. I'm going to keep going for Barcelona. Okay. All right. That's uh, Yeah, that's not a bad shout. That's not a bad shout. Right, gentlemen, let's wrap this up before we uh, lose any more audience listeners. Um, <laughs> I think we are back next week, isn't it, for the Spanish, for Barcelona, the Spanish Grand Prix. And uh, we'll be interested now to see how Mercedes pan out with their upgrades. So uh, let's look forward to that one. And we will see you for the review right after the race. So until then. <laughs>